like, where? What have I been up to? Because segueing on to that, I don't know how I can segue on to what else I've been up to this week from talking about Panto. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how we got here, to be honest. Um, what have I been doing this week? Well, my boyfriend's birthday was on Sunday and he enjoyed everything. Um, I'm really, really happy with what I gave him and he was really happy with it as well, which made, made me happy, of course. Um, but I'm, they, no, I, I bought dinner um, from, uh, I don't know if anyone's local listening to this, but in Olney we have this Italian family who's lovely um, and their daughter owns this deli in Olney, which is by the ball and by the cherry tree, by the church in the market square. Um, and obviously they've had to shut. And I know me and my friend Kelly used to go there all the time with you know, Prosecco nights and antipasti nights and they're just lovely really really nice and she's lovely and she makes the most amazing cakes and food um so she started a takeaway business because of all this going on with COVID-19 um and oh my god every it's just been so amazing for her like obviously it's a lot of hard work but she's getting so many orders so she must be getting some money and so that's kind of saving her bacon a little bit uh, which is good I love that everyone's supporting her with that but I mean if anyone wants a takeout go do it now from Gabriella's takeaway Italian delicatessen because oh my god um we had the beef lasagna um well obviously we had a bit me and my family and then we also ordered one for Charlie and his family because obviously we can't see him um or his family at the moment but they enjoyed it and obviously we enjoyed it it was so yummy um, and when we had it with salad and they had it with salad and garlic bread and so did we um, but what was also really sweet is that she threw in some um, cakes oh it was so lovely she was really really nice um, and yeah it was just I, I can't recommend her enough because oh my god it was so tasty and the price is just so um, so good for what you get um, and yeah, it was yummy. The cakes were delightful. Oh my God, they were insane. We had um, millionaire shortbreads, which were beautiful. And then we also had like, um, I think it was like a almond cake, but so soft and moist. And then we had an almond cherry bakewell slice, which was incredible. And then we had this like lemon poppy seed um, donut thingy. Um, I don't know what you call it, but it's really nice. <laughs> she spoiled us. She really spo- spoiled us. I, and when she said, oh, I'm going to throw in some cakes, I was thinking, ah, like a couple of, you know, shortbreads so I opened the first box and there were shortbreads I was like yeah but I couldn't believe she brought like three in the box and then I opened the other box which was slightly bigger and then all of those were in there and I was like oh my god um madness um but I made an apple crumble to go with that uh and actually it was really really good so if anyone fancies an apple crumble then do it because it's so tasty I mean I cooked my apples before I put them in the oven if that makes sense and it was so good so I fried them off and I put it with apple juice and cinnamon, uh, vanilla essence and yeah, I just like fried it off. Oh my God. Like it took about quarter of an hour, 20 minutes to fry them off until it was like, you know, soft. Um, and then I put it in the bottom of a, you know, like a ceramic tra- tray and then, you know, like your flour and your butter and demerara sugar on top. Um, and then on the top top I put some porridge oats and demerara sugar just so you get a little bit of a crusty bit on the top and it was really really tasty um, I can't remember how many apples I used but I know that the flour was 200 grams the butter was 
110 and I think the sugar I think I did about 70 grams I didn't do a lot because I I don't I mean that sounds like a lot but I had quite a big pan if that makes sense um but yeah I didn't really put a lot a lot of sugar in just because we already had the apple juice in there and I'm like I don't really like things too too sweet um but yeah it was really really good I might make that again actually tonight it was yummy ah oh, tea so I told you the other day, well, <laughs> the week now, uh, I had apple crumble tea and I, uh, do you know what? I didn't do it justice when I told you about it because it was so, so good um, that I can't stop having it. And do you know what? Whenever you finish the tea and you put it on the side, it just makes your room smell good. I don't know why, but it just does. <laughs> like it, it really smells good. It's almost like a little like diffuser as well as a tea. So it has two jobs. The lemon meringue one, I do really like it, but leaving that in your room to smell up your room is a bit too much, actually. Like, it, that one, even though the apple crumble one seems really sweet anyway, I find the lemon meringue one seems a lot more sweeter. Even though they're not sugary and they're not sweet when you drink them, just like the the smell, I guess. I don't know it's just it's too much i find the lemon meringue one sometimes but sometimes i do really like it um but apple crumble tea just gets me every time i don't know why i think it's i don't know is there, is there such thing as cinnamon tea because if there is give it to me because i think it's the cinnamon that makes it apple fine but i think the cinnamon itself makes the tea <laughs> i don't know why i like it so much so i'm wondering if there is such thing as cinnamon tea um because give it to me that sounds amazing hey guys what is up welcome back to tea talks i think it's episode eight now isn't it and uh, <laughs> not too long away till episode 10 jesus who knew i was gonna get to at least episode eight i did not i thought it was gonna last for like four episodes and i would have ran dry of ideas and then went ah oh, screw it that oh, was fun where it lasted but it's all good we're getting to episode eight now so fab fun dabby so <laughs> as you can probably tell it is week five of quarantine um spirits are high spirits are high um i mean this week i'm not gonna lie this week i've this is probably the least uh productive i've ever felt throughout the whole of the weeks but that's not a bad thing that's not like it's not put me in a bad mood because i'm not gonna lie when i woke up monday and i went to bed monday and i realized what have i done today and i did absolutely nothing um, <laughs> i could only list like the bare minimals that i did that day i.e you know brush my teeth get dressed that kind of shebang things that you should probably be doing every day uh, were the only things that I ticked off apart from i did a really good workout an hour workout with blog lattes that's probably the only thing that i was like wow i did that today so well done me um, but yeah, <laughs> not gonna lie, there wasn't much that happened. And to tell you the truth, yesterday I woke up and I felt that. Like I woke up and was like, Monday I did nothing. That means today I've got to do something. Like I've got to be productive. I've got to get things done. Um, and Tuesday was the same story. Tuesday I just didn't get anything done. I was in a really weird mood yesterday. Um, not like a bad mood, but just a weird mood. Like what, what does this all mean kind of mood? Like an existential crisis in one day. That's a Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> I mean, aren't we all having existential crises right now? Crises? Crises? Can I say that? Crises? Um, because we have all kind of just... I think we've got to the point now where we've all kind of accepted it. 
but it's more annoying now that we have accepted it and we've accepted that it's probably gonna you know be pushed longer and probably gonna have more weeks of this and um we don't hear a lot of positivity in the news about it kind of drawing to a close obviously not the whole crisis but um the lockdown itself because i think everyone's at that point now where they're like okay I understand that my career and what I was going to do this year, i.e. holidays or whatever, is, is you know, come to a halt. I understand that. I'm fine with that now. Uh, what I'm not fine with is not seeing family or friends. That's an issue. Um, and I think that's the thing that people are just waiting for is the green light to say, yeah, you can see your friends and your family now. You can go around to their house. Um, but I don't know. I think that's going to be one of the last things we can say yes to. Because think about it. Yeah, you can probably get it at like a library or a cinema or theater or library i mean i just said library (laughs) week five quarantine or um you know like a pub restaurant yeah you can pick it up there but that's not somewhere that you go a lot um i'm guessing the gym you you could go a lot you know but it's not you don't have to go to those places that makes sense i don't know am i making sense here like i find it's more inevitable that you'll go around to your friend and family's homes or like you'll hang out with your friends and family it's more inevitable that everyone is going to do that rather than the odd few that go to the gym or the odd few that go to cinema a lot or go out for food drinks whatever a lot um it's more of a it's it's an inevitable thing rather than just a bracket i guess is what i'm trying to say um so that would be the number one thing that would be a catalyst if you will to spread things is us meeting up with our friends and family um which sucks i wish that was the first thing that they'd say to us is yeah you can't go see them i wish (laughs) um but it's not uh which (laughs) sucks which means you know you're probably not going to see the people that you're not with friends family boyfriends girlfriends for quite a long time and you're most certainly not going to be able to hug them or kiss them or do anything you want to them for many months <laughs> maybe even the rest of the year which is really sad um i'm starting to get to the point now where i'm thinking we're probably not going to have pantomimes this year and that really upsets me because i bloody love pantomimes and the past two years i've been doing a pantomime on a train in norwich uh, you know the polo express we've been performing the show with the Polo Express, hot chocolate and all, um, <laughs> to the lovely public. Um, and it's broken international as well. A lot of it, like a lot of international people in Europe will come and watch it. Um, so I had like people from Germany. I had people from China come and watch it, which was crazy. Um, people from Spain came. I had an Italian family that came, and they came to England for a holiday. <laughs> in, christmas time <laughs> to come watch the Polo express because uh, apparently ours is so good apparently so yay um that's something to shout out about norwich is the best Polo express i mean birmingham come at me <laughs> and telford come at me i don't know <laughs> um yeah if, if it does come on you know if it is still um gonna happen i really hope so then please come along it's it's wonderful joy and happiness on a train um but i don't know i have a funny feeling it won't just because it's so up close um to everyone really so i don't think that's going to be a thing which is a bit sad i'm glad that i did the past two years um i did truly honestly i did kind of want to like go back into 
on stage pantos this year. Obviously, you can't pick and choose things in this kind of world. I mean, regards to you know, regardless of Corona in industry, you can't pick and choose what you want to do. You just get given it if it makes sense and you appreciate what you get given. So if I was to get polo again, oh, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'm not saying that, but I would like to do something different. And I was looking to do panto on stage this year and um, I don't think that's going to happen either. It's just sad. I, do you know what? I don't know whether, because I, I doubt when Christmas comes around, I doubt the UK will be like, yeah, we're not going to have panto at all this year. I think... They might do what um, I know Showstoppers did on the first night that theatres closed. They had a live of the show, so you could watch it live. Um, So I can imagine that theatres up and down the country will, I don't know, get together and say, right, we're broadcasting our pantomime on this night, or we're filming it and then posting it on this night, on this day, at this time. and then everyone, if you wanted to come, if you wanted to see any of these shows, there was a way for you to donate or pay a certain amount of money and watch it. And there's no, it's not like, you know, there is one camera, if that makes sense. So there'll be one standard ticket or whatever, or one um, viewing, if you will. And then the whole family can come watch it and it'd be like the cheapest panto you ever did see. Because <laughs> honestly, sometimes family tickets are a lot of money. They have a lot of money sometimes. Um, I know that a lot of people easily spend like hundreds of pounds to go watch it. So if it was like, you know, a tenner of viewing, I think everyone would be really chuffed with that. Especially if it was HD. I don't know about doing it live because no matter how good your phone or your camera is or, you you know, your Wi-Fi is, the person who's receiving it, if their Wi-Fi is rubbish, it's just not going to work. So I think what would be better is if it's, you know, professionally filmed like, you know how, like, the ITV pantomimes were? If anyone's watched them, the old ITV pantomimes from, like, way back in the noughties. Um, and, like, they filmed it professionally where there's, like, up-close camera angles and stuff like it. You know, it looks really good. If they did that for every big pantomime up and down the country, so, you know, like, ATG, you know, Ambassador, the- Ambassador Theatre Company kind of theatres. So, you know, you're, like... Your Palladiums, obviously, your Milton Keynes Theatres, your Roland Derngates, uh, your Palace Theatres, things like that. Um, then that would be good, you know, for the panto companies, they can still earn money this year because a whole year with no panto, oh my God, the amount of companies that will just shrivel up and die is really quite upsetting. Um, but yeah, hopefully, maybe that might come around, maybe people might warm to that idea just so people can still be in their jobs if you know what I mean so I'm not gonna lie I got a new life when it comes to TikTok I was gonna say tick and talk wow no TikTok because I love it so much fun like I never thought I would do it and here I am (laughs) and I love it I'm a little bit addicted uh because it's so much fun because literally today I woke up a bit like and then I said right I'm gonna do a fun TikTok and I did a Gemma Collins TikTok and oh my god it's absolute jokes not like (laughs) not doing my own horn um but the um the actual uh audio is hilarious but it just brightened my day like miming it with her <laughs> sounds so weird to say but acting out as Gemma Collins made my day and made me feel a lot better about myself and about life in general and if anyone fancies listening to Gemma Collins on a daily or I say a daily a weekly she does it every week there's her podcast online and I'm not gonna lie it's nice to have in the background when you're tied in 
because it just makes you chuckle a little bit. Like she just thinks the most randomest things. Like she said the other day, she was like, oh, has anyone thought about the pigeons in London? Because, you know, pigeons are so used to being fed and having loads of people around them. And they're in London, it's a bit of a ghost town. So I bet the pigeons are like, oi, <laughs> Pete, what's going on? Pete the pigeon. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't know if she actually called him Pete the Pigeon, but um, I'd like to call him Pete the Pigeon. <laughs> oh, and then also Alexa at the moment are doing um, the book of Harry Potter, the first one, Philosopher's Stone. They're doing that for free at the moment. So I've been listening to that in the background, which is nice. Um, I do like listening to music. Don't get me wrong. I like it, but I really love, I don't know why, I love listening to people. I think it's because we have no social interaction now other than with our families. So I want to listen to someone different. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm tired of the same old conversation. Uh, sorry, mum and dad. Maybe I am. Um, so it's nice to listen to other people um, and like be around a different person's dynamic, if that makes sense. I think, I think that's the thing that makes people, um, you know, get angry at their parents or their families whatever and go oh my god you're so annoying uh because it's always the same dynamic I guess it's never a change whereas when you you know in normal life you would be like oh my parents annoy me let me go around to my friends or oh my brother's annoying me I'm gonna go around to my grandma's I don't know like um whereas now you can't really do that the only thing you can do is ring them up so I think that's why everyone's like getting angry with their families but also that's what that's what happens on holiday isn't it you know when you're around the same people all the time you're like oh my god she's so annoying i just want to be on my own <laughs> it's kind of that same thing but we've been on holiday now for nearly five weeks uh, <laughs> wow oh my god right last but not leastly guys i mean there's a i'm obviously gonna do the daily dog of the day last thing but before that um I want to like share some news with y'all because obviously it's not a, I mean, it's not a set in stone thing. It's more like a, a gold thing, aspiration, if that makes sense, uh, that I'm looking into. Um, I want to move out. Wow. Mind blown at 25 nearly. Uh, I will be 25 in June, guys, June the 3rd. So hopefully we're not still in lockdown. It would be nice not to be in lockdown um, on my birthday. <laughs> Me and my um, boyfriend are looking into moving out and places and stuff. And do you ever find, I don't know if anyone else has moved out with a boyfriend or they're trying to or their friends even, and you never actually are happy with one house? <laughs> because we were at one point, we were like, oh my God, I love this flat. Um, and then the next day, one of us was like, oh no, I don't like it anymore. And then we started looking to other flats or homes and houses, trying to make both of us happy. Um, and then both of us will be putting up different houses and then <laughs> we'd be like oh I like that one and the other person would be like yeah but the bathroom's too small or that person would be like oh I like that one and the other person would be like yeah but you know the price is just a bit too much a bit too expensive for what we're looking for um, and it would go on and go on and go on so hopefully one day with the amount of like, things we're looking at maybe we might find something who knows but I'm not sure what's going on with moving in that's the issue here I don't know if anyone can move in at the moment, is that a prospect or, cause I know we can't even look around the houses yet or the flats, we have to do virtual tours at the moment. So I'm guessing you're not even supposed to move in, um, which is annoying because obviously without sounding sappy and annoying, cause I know when I was single, I hated when people used to speak like this, but I really miss him. I know that I do, I do. I'm gonna be honest. 
because he was like he was I'm talking like he's dead but he he was like a really great mate of mine not only in our boyfriend but a really great mate um so having this going on is a bit depressing because I don't get to see my friend all the time and likewise obviously with my other friends I'd love to see them but with your boyfriend it's just different it's obviously there's more barriers that have come away um naturally than with your friends because obviously you know you you don't see your friends naked that's a bit weird so (laughs) like with my friends who are listening to this obviously all the barriers of friendship are broken but in terms of anything more those barriers will stay put is what I'm saying I mean I'm just talking a load of rubbish now and I but if anyone does understand what I mean with a boyfriend or a girlfriend it's different there are no barriers there's no nothing you've seen each other you know completely as they are and even with my parents my parents haven't seen me completely as I am um you know I don't get naked in front of my mom or my dad (laughs) that'd be a bit weird um so same same issue like he's the one person in this world who I have been completely all there with if that makes sense uh oh god I don't know how else to say this but you know what I mean like through the good times through the bad times through the weird times he was always there and now he's not um and but to be fair obviously this is a horrible horrible um time a horrible virus it's killing many many people that it was not their time to go um but if I can be positive about one thing about what's been going on is that I really took those times for granted I really went well I can do that another week you know um and I wish I didn't do that. Same with auditions. Oh, well, I'll do it next time. There isn't a next time. You know, it's it's that whole thing of you should take life by the balls. And I think that's really taught us anyway. Us millennials, it's taught us that anyway. Because we've never really had that issue until now. Obviously, people older than us have had the you know world war. And God forbid, if you did have the Holocaust, you had Holocaust. You had, you know, if you're American, you had the 9-11 um you know 77 in in um london and you know there's these moments where you have a big kick up the arse and i don't think us millennials have had that yet so this is our big kick up the arse it's very annoying big kick up the arse i'm not gonna lie but at least it has come and hopefully after all this it might stop that whole stigma maybe won't be as whiny or as um precocious or as you know me 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 want 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 as we used to be I really hope that I really hope that that's something that we can take away from this um that would be nice and obviously the environmental prospect you know without this we probably would never have thought about moving out We've always said about that we would, but we've never had that big push to do so. And I think this was the big kick up the arse to do so, because I think we just realised that, you know, we shouldn't take life for granted. We should appreciate every moment of life and never go, oh, I'll waste the whole day. Oh, well. Because all those days that I wasted, I guess, you know, turned down offers of going out and not just going out clubbing, but going out for brunch with someone or going shopping with someone or... Um, even just meeting up for a copy, a, co- a copy, a copy of what? A coffee. Um, <laughs> even like moments like that, or going for a walk with my parents. Yes, I'm doing that now. 
But, <laughs> you know, in normal times, what a month can do to change the world. Crazy. Crazy. And last but not least, I know I keep saying that, but to all the Americans out there that think, you know, well, everyone's going to die anyway, so might as well live our lives. And they say things like, oh, it's a free country. We don't have a choice anymore um, because we have to go into lockdown and we can't provide for our families or go get a haircut. Do you know what? I see you because... The government here has been amazing in terms of trying to get us to stay at home, but still, you know, keep the anxiety down in terms of mortgage holidays and uh, low interest rates and, you know, furlough for PAYE people, as well as trying their best with self-employed people. I know that's quite a sticky situation still. Um, And in America, they don't have that, which sucks. I'm sorry. Um, But at the same time, everyone must have a choice. I agree. So why are you taking away the choice of immunocompromised people and vulnerable people? You know, people with Down syndrome, people who have diabetes, people who are recovering from cancer or are still, you know, cancer patients who really can't go outside no matter what. Even if it is two metres apart, they can't do it um, because the stakes are so high. But if they get it, that's it. Um, those people, if you you know, break lockdown rules, keep protesting and keep pushing back this horrible, horrible time further and further than, you know, really what it should be and create more crises in the com- in the country. Um, you know, you're really not giving those people a chance. You're not giving these people a choice. You yourself are having a great time, free country and, you know, <laughs> free way of living and all that. But these people don't have that because you've taken it away from them imagine you know them wanting to have our rules where you get to walk out an hour a day the dream for them they'd love that imagine those vulnerable people who you know going on a walk brightens up the day it makes everything more bearable and you doing what you're doing protesting that you know you want to get your root touch-ups a smoke could have box hun you know, <laughs> and they're really easy to use. Don't bleach your hair like some people are doing because they're ruining the hair. But if you use root touch-ups, then no problem. And even if you don't get a box, is your hair turning grey really that terrible for a couple of months? Really? Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> You're not going anywhere. The only people that are going to see that is your husband or your wife or your family really wear a bandana wear a hat you know (laughs) when people are dying i'm sorry madam wear a hat and that's all i've got to say on that we need to all come together and forget about me 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 for a couple of months 2020 is not about me anymore sad to say because it started off like it was it was going so well (laughs) you can't have everything you've got to be grateful for what you have we're alive we're breathing, our families are breathing, wonderful. To those people who don't have all those things that I've just said, I do apologise. Um, why should I apologise, you may ask? Because there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm sorry about that. And I'm sorry that there are so many people dying and so many people going to work. Um not feeling comfortable or happy um, and safe. That's really, really upsetting. The fact that tests are coming back false 
of people um, who work in the NHS who got tested um, and they came back false. So the people who got a negative response and went back to work might actually have been positive. And the people that got positive and stayed at home to isolate might have got a negative. Um, And that's not very good at all. But obviously this is what happens when you start creating tests. These things do happen. But it's a shame that it's happened on something so contagious and terrible. Um, But yeah, good night. Well, good night, good morning, good afternoon, whatever it is. Right now it's good afternoon, so I don't know why I said good night, but there you go. Um, Look after yourselves, everyone. Again, this is another unplanned podcast. I'm just spewing whatever comes to my mind. But I kind of like that. I might plan something in the future. Um, I might have another interview with someone in the future. I don't know. But at the moment, I just fancy just chatting because that's that's what I enjoy. Uh, And if you enjoy that, then great. Keep listening. And if you, you you know, don't enjoy it, well, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know where the door is or you know where the exit button is. Uh, But, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, before it gets too long, because right now it's on 32 before editing... Our daily dog of the day is a pug because I blooming love pugs. They're a beautiful ugly, if you will. If there ever is such a thing, they are a beautiful ugly. Um, and we should all praise them and give them an extra treat and give them a big smackaroony on that little wrinkly old face. <laughs> so pugs out there, small and tall, one and all. Give them a little loving. Once and for all. I'm trying to make a rhyme, but it didn't really shine. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) So, goodbye, everyone. This is it now, actually, everyone. Goodbye, God bless. Take care, everyone. Stay safe.